help you. Yeah, I'm looking for paradise. Where do you seek it? From within these walls. How do you get there? By opening the box. In the box. In the box. So, this week's episode, the last episode, is called Pandora's Box. Now, for my Greek myth lovers, you already know where this story derives from. But, for those of you who don't know the history of Pandora, she was said to be the first human woman created by the gods, and... Each of the gods helped to create her by giving her unique gifts. All of the gods joined in offering her actually seductive gifts. So there's there's a saying that, um, or, you know, the story goes that she was given a present that was a box and she was instructed to never open it. And then as she opened it, she unleashed all of the eight demons unto the world. Um, the first seven being like the seven deadly sins. So yeah, that's just a little bit of history on who Pandora is. And basically, Pandora's box is referring to getting into a situation over which somebody has very little control over. If you really want to learn the full story behind Pandora, I suggest you look it up because this this story, this episode is not about Pandora. Joining me today is <laughs> is the lovely Aaliyah. If you guys listen to episode 3 Perspective, you will know exactly who she is. If not, go back and listen so that you can know who she is. But I'm still going to have her introduce herself anyway. So, yeah. Hi, guys. I'm me. Welcome. You're such a clown. So today, while I was at work, I was speaking to my coworker. She's one of my favorite coworkers. She's actually like she's actually like a part-time security guard at the facility that I work, and I just love talking to her. And she was telling me about a situation where she she basically was, you know, falling or was in love with a person who was her friend for a very long time. Even though, you know, she got into a relationship, he just always had that special, like, that special place in her heart. Like, no matter what, like, I feel like that's that person that she would just break the rules for. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. But that just, that brings me to the question... Have you ever met somebody that has had a leash around your heart? So, as, <laughs> as um, I don't know, as risky as it, it may be, a lot of people have been <clears throat> in relationships with people, so-called happy relationships, and have still had a, another person who just, no matter what, they just love to death. 
and as much as they would have wanted to be with that person, they just never could get the timing right. So, have have you have you gone through that, Aaliyah? Actually, well, I mean, I've had that to a certain extent. Um, unfortunately, I'm still young, and at my day and age, <laughs> there ain't no man that I can't let go of. Okay, <laughs> but uh. No, I've literally, okay, because, you know, people always call me nonchalant, but when I fall for someone, there is a certain point where I do have that feeling that I can't let go of that person. It doesn't last for long, but I have (laughs) come to that point at one point in my life, okay? But um, have I had somebody that had a, a leash on my heart? Um... For a very short period of time. I will say yes. But I don't know how much of a leash is it if it wasn't long term. You know, there's people mm-hmm. that I'll always have a soft spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. But when things don't work out, you know, you got you to gotta move on sometimes. But I always try to remain cool with those people. I always try to remain cordial with those people. You know, I never That's an adult to thing it. to do. Yeah, I don't ever want it to be, you know, bad blood. Right. Um, You know, I have a client and my client, (laughs) I'm trying not to to speak negatively, but basically I I work in a facility with a lot of people who suffer behavioral disorders. So um, post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar. I work with a lot of recovering addicts, drug addicts, um, substance abuse So, um, just to put an image in your mind, a little bit of of who I work with, and there's this little old lady, and she, she's actually in hospice, um, but she's still kicking, so God bless her, and there's this man, and I'm not even being shady, but there's this man that always comes to see her, and the man is so dapper, like, he is a nice gentleman. Like, he looks so good from head to toe. Keeps himself together. He smells great. And, you know, my coworkers are always wondering, like, what the hell, like, is he doing with her? Like, I'm not, once again, I'm not, I'm not being shady. But, you know, it said that, like, she would be, quote, unquote, washed up or she looks raggedy or what have you. And this man... He comes to see her like almost every week. And this is a married man, but you know, everybody knows that it's her boo. And I guess the story goes at my job that she was just always the one to have his heart, no matter what. So even though now she may not be as bad as she was back in the day, that's the lady he always, whatever he tells his wife, he always sneaks to come see. And it's like, on the outside looking in, you would like look at him and be like, what the hell are you doing with this lady? But for some reason, she has a hold on him. And I wonder. Now, I feel like when you're opening up a Pandora's box, you are in a situation where, say, like you're married or you're in a relationship, but that person that holds your heart like you you would risk it all for them 
Have you ever been in a situation like that? No, but I know people. <laughs> I know people who have, and it's that question always rises where you're like, "But well, why aren't you married to that person? Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you with that person mm-hmm. that you're just so willing to risk it all for?" Mm-hmm. And it's just right, and and it's, that's why I said, that's why I said it's just crazy because. It would be that person, but you guys would just not be on the same time. For some reason, like, you just couldn't get it right. With me, um, I don't necessarily think that's ever happened to me because when I'm with somebody, I'm with that person. Um, and my focus is solid. But like I, I always mention, like my little high school relationship, I felt like at that point in time, he had that leash on my heart back then. So he was that person that no matter who I was talking to, who I was dating, you know it (laughs) in a heartbeat at that point. That was before I grew up and gained sense and understood that that was not what was meant for me. And that was just a hot mess in a garbage can underneath earth. (laughs) But yeah, I I I know I kind of a little bit have experienced what that feels like. But yeah, um, I guess Pandora's box. It, I didn't want to call the um, the episode infidelity, but people have been asking me to speak on it, especially when it comes to the whole side chick situation. Jesus. I think it's perfect that we end this episode, this series. It's perfect that we end this series with the conversation and the topic of side chicks. So, let's get into it. I'm so sad that I can't get the opinion of a side chick on this episode today. Because I would like to personally know what in your right mind would allow you to want to sleep or be somebody's second hand? What would make you want to sleep with somebody, man, and be the other woman? Like, what is it? I know that competition tends to thrill people. So I know it, it can begin with that. Competition, like, it's crazy how... You don't want a person until you see a person with somebody else. Mm-hmm. A lot. My friend told me a story about that. Um, my friend who I went to see girls trip with a couple weeks ago, she was telling me how she had a friend who started dating this guy and their other friend now, who was never interested in the guy in high school, all of a sudden want to start talking about, oh, I used to talk to him and this, that, and the third, and then starts pushing up on a guy. And that's trifling, first of all. And um, then the guy had the balls enough to hit up the girl like, oh, would you be mad if I talked to this girl? Her friend. Like, imagine, okay, imagine you're talking to a guy, right? And the guy hits you up and asks you, 
Yeah. Like if you would be mad. Of course. Right. Right. So that was a situation where she was never interested in that. Like she ain't even blink at dude until she saw her friend started talking to him. Now all of a sudden you see like the glitter and the gold in this dude. Nasty hoe. Me being in junior high school and high school, no, I'll say I'll, I started to see it during high school. In junior high school, I used to, I was blindsided, brainwashed. I'm like, yes, yeah, always the niggas' fault, always the males' fault. But when I tell you, when I started getting older and seeing, you know, how I always grew up around you guys, like older people and everything, <laughs> girls is true. <laughs> I don't need to, you know, I'm always on the female side, but girls are trifling too. Like, I'm telling you. They are really trifling. Like, mm-hmm. I've never. From time to time, they get a little trifling. <laughs> <laughs> From time to time, okay? No, seriously. <laughs> they really do get this thrill where it's like, like, get your when I'm on. <laughs> no, I want her man. Like, it's really like that. And that's just crazy to me. And you know what's crazy? I always see a situation and I always say, y'all side chicks. And I feel like this this generation, there's a culture of being so out and proud. Like, like, I mean, they, it's not new. It's not a new thing because back in the 90s when Soul and Pepper was like, I'll take your man. Y'all don't remember that song? And back in the day when SWV was singing, you're the one for me. They talking about all kind of, I, I will take your man. I don't care if you got a girl. Um, I still want you. Even Whitney Houston. Um, what is that? Saving all my love for you. Like all of these songs is about dating men who are in relationships. Like I don't care. Um, so it's not new. It's not new, but I still feel like there was a subtlety back in the day. So nowadays, right, right. But nowadays it's just like, yeah, bitch, I'll take you, man. And go on dates and take photos. Do you understand? Snapchat. Matter of fact, out <laughs> in his bed, in his bed. You know what I'm saying? Like girls would damn near say, yeah, I'll put on your drawers too mm-hmm. and take pictures in it. <laughs> No, for real. And I always see these situations. I always be like, yo, y'all going to take the right bitch man because she going to come at you and she going to slap your kufi off. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all think it's... Because you have people that take that, you know, they dealing with the man and the man's always lying about their relationship and who they're with. And then you got the females that's like, yes, I know this is your man. Mm-hmm. I know that you with him. So mm-hmm. now you deserve to get slapped because you know what I want. Mm. Yeah. Don't get no respect over here. I mean, hey, people always people define the definition of a hoe. Now, I don't really believe in that word too much. I don't believe in horn select. I'm so pro woman that well, people's definition of a hoe would be, you know, I guess a large body count that that's such bullshit. I, I hate even saying the word body count. Um, having sex like with multiple people at a time. Me, 
if I am to actually use the word hoe, I would really, I would define it as in a person who has just bad morals. And bad morals would be to sleep with your sister's man or to, um, I guess, court, court your friend's man or, you know, court a man who is with somebody. That's what would be a hoe to me. That's what a hoe is. So, yeah. All of those sins that are just pouring out of the Pandora's box. Damn you, Pandora. And um, I'm, I'm constantly receiving stories from, from people who are witnessing infidelity. So um, a lot of people are married and stay married even though the relationship is full of infidelity. And it's, I guess it's because of a comfort thing. Like, once you get comfortable in a marriage, I guess cheating, I don't know. I don't know why cheating is not enough for you to split with that person, but it's enough for me. Come on now, girl. Talk that stuff. It's like, I don't know. Cheating, it depends. Mm -hmm. It really does depend. Because you have people... You're saying it's enough for you. I feel like if you were truly, completely in love, mm-hmm. you, you would think that over. You wouldn't react the same way that you you can speak on it now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't mean I'm leaving him going by. Mm-hmm. But when you're in that moment and mm-hmm. you're in love with that person, yeah, you guys have built so much. You know, you understand that people make mistakes mm-hmm. and everything. You know, I do believe that there is completely a breaking point it doesn't have to be the first time but you know usually people always say oh he cheated before he gonna cheat again and you know it's kind of true can't front right it is kind of true but you know people definitely give more chances and they're more open-minded about certain things when they're when their feelings are way more deeper Mm -hmm. i mean i can understand that because i've even talking to a person and and dealing with with certain stuff like I you know I always refer back to that high school relationship because I didn't walk away if y'all ever seen the movie John Tucker Must Die (laughs) oh my gosh I'll never forget that movie I saw it in seventh grade I was in summer school and me and a bunch of um friends at the time cut summer school to go to sunrise movie theaters rest in peace sunrise because it's no longer there and we all snuck in to see john tucker must die now if you didn't see john tucker must die basically it's a guy in a high school who's a pretty boy he's on the basketball team he's a charmer and he's talking to three different girls who are in three different social standings in the high school so Talking to a cheerleader, talking to a, was one of them like a nerd or I don't remember. I don't remember. So don't quote me on it being accurate, but they were, but they had, right. They were in different cliques, right. Just like in Mean Girls when they were showing all the different cliques in the high school, right. They were in different cliques. So he now being, I guess, King Player of the Year, never thought that they would actually find out about it because they don't talk to each other. They're not, you know, they're on different levels. 
Right. So I experienced that situation. Like I experienced meeting other girls who was talking or having friends finding out that my friend was talking to the same guy that I was talking to. And then I still didn't stop talking to him for years that kept on because right. That's, that's the leash for years that kept going because, you know, because of the love. So I understand it, but my stance on it now is even though I feel like even if I'm in love with the person, my tolerance for cheating is is non-existent because like I spoke about in the first episode, trust issues. It's like if I lose that trust for you, if something like that happens where you cheat on me now, I'm going to be questioning every second that I'm not with you. Every time that you're, you and I are not together, I'm going to think you out doing something with somebody. That's every female co-worker you have, every female friend. You don't think that time will heal? Yeah. Time will heal my... Time will heal my wounds, but it's going to heal my wounds alone. I'm not going to be... <laughs> I, time will be healed with me, with somebody else. I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I also understand. I mean, everybody's different. This does not mean that I'm judging a female who chooses to stay in a relationship and fix it. I'm not judging that female. Shout out to you for making a relationship work. And I will never, ever, 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 ever judge... A person because I do believe that people can change but this is just me personally I can't stay with the person who cheated on me I know myself I can't right did you have anything more to say <laughs> on the on the situation <laughs> um, I feel you when it comes to the trust thing because you know a really good relationship has to be built on trust and when you do lose that trust then everything definitely starts to go in a decline you are always on that person about where you're going who who you with Mm -hmm. who you're talking to and then that becomes very annoying because i've been in that situation even though i was accused of being the cheater Mm. it was real backwards yeah Mm -hmm. i don't care though but (laughs) but yeah but even yeah the trust definitely declines and when trust declines and you feel like it cannot be rebuilt then that relationship is completely over right if you don't trust that person then it just makes no sense at all right absolutely now we have those people out there who are willing to tackle two relationships at a time and as taboo as it may be there are people who's okay with it and if you like it i love it <laughs> huh? No. I mean, like a person who. No, I have not. <laughs> I, I have not been. I can't. I'm like I said. I'm for one person at a time, honey. I can only focus on one person, and I would only want that one person to focus on me. I am jealous. I don't like to share. Okay. Have you ever? Have you ever loved two people at the same time that you were dealing with? Torn in between the two. Because I really want to be. Have you ever loved two people? Have I ever? You know what? Hmm. Yes. 
yes, but not not the typical way that you would think. I I got into like I said when I was on and off with with that situationship in high school. I was in a relationship with another person. I was in a relationship. Maybe there were like two or three little short-term relationships that I was in. And there was one guy that I was dating in Jersey. Shout out to him because I know that he's a listener. Um, And I loved him. Like, I did have a lot of care for him. He was, he was very sweet. But, you know, he had his mess-ups. He knows it. Um... And that didn't work between us. But I loved him, but I still had love for you-know-who. So, but when I was in a relationship with him, I was for him. And I had love for him. But like I said, it was always, like, in the back of my mind, like, if he was to, if, you know, you-know-who was to call me and try to be, like, on some, let's work this out and let's be official and I'll do right by you I might have at the time dropped that relationship and I'm I'm sad to say but that was me back then this is not you know the mature Tisha nowadays but yeah yeah I loved I loved the guy who was dating in Jersey and I and I had love for you know my situation shit back then so I guess I guess I did deal with that, but as for being torn, I don't think I've ever been torn. Have you been torn? I I was a little torn at one point. I was a little torn, but Ooh, I was being tell. selfish. Ooh. Yeah, I was being selfish. I was told that I was being selfish, but I kept trying to come up with excuses as to why I don't feel like I'm being selfish. Mm -hmm. But they just need to be here because I want them to be here, Mm. which is selfish. But Mm. (laughs) I'm telling you. But um, when you have history with people, Mm -hmm. you know, it it plays a part. Um, I did happen to love these two people at the same time. And... It came down to a point where I literally had to end up choosing because I wasn't choosing and I was like kind of getting caught up a little bit. I mean, not caught up, like getting caught with what I was doing because I'm too sly for that. But <laughs> you get getting on caught up into, into too, much, too much feelings, having to, because it was two different bonds and I was with this first person already. I was already with this person. And the second person, I always just kind of had that bond with. Right. You know, so it was like, you know, I really had to choose who I really, really, really wanted to invest my time into after a while. Because it was just becoming too much. And somebody overpowered the other person eventually. So Mm. it was just like, all right. Choices have go. to be made. Go, Life be like. <laughs> right? So, two of the seven deadly sins that was released from Pandora's box. Covetness and lust inspired today's episode. Because, I guess... To covet is to, like they say in the um, the Bible, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Mm-hmm. 
which means don't sleep with y'all neighbor's wife in layman's terms. And lust. Lust is what provokes the covetous covetousness behavior. <laughs> huh. What about lust? So are there are there any of you out there who are still confusing the difference between lust and love? Come on now. We spoke about it in filter. Just we dabbled. We dabbled a bit. <clears throat> and um a lot of y'all are infatuated with a person and you are confusing that infatuation for love. And like I remember my favorite coworker telling me, it is not about the sex, darling. It's about the connection. So what's the difference between what's the difference between lust and love? Um well, you could have a connection in both, but the difference between lust and love, um, I don't, I think that you can care about someone that you're in lust with, but there's a, um, I didn't think about this. <laughs> well... For me, I tend to think that a person gets sprung off of some good D. A person gets sprung off that and they are afraid to move on because they don't want to let it go. They don't want to leave it behind. I've seen females throw subs like, oh, the only thing I miss is the head or I want to you know, <laughs> I'm being so shady right now. Please forgive me, y'all. <laughs> um, people have have stayed in something just for six to nine inches of pole. Y'all can do better than that. Way better. You know you are not happy. Please. <laughs> you are not happy, but yet you get a dose. Mm -hmm. You get some vitamin S, and you are all right Whoa, again. Mm -hmm. For a moment, because it's a temporary fix. So that that is that is lust to me, and that's not the only thing that you can lust after. Sex is not the only thing you can lust after. You can lust for money. Yeah, that can keep a person together. But lust for money, materialistic mm -hmm. things. Absolutely, absolutely, and a lot of people see people for what they have and it's like you would know that it's not love because when those things are taken away that person's attention is taken away so yeah that I think that's that's what lust is for me yeah matter of fact now love I feel like my personal huh Love being in love, love being in love. This is me trying to, like, in a relationship when I am in love with a person. I know when I'm in love with a person because I know that I will, I will jump in front of a bus for that person. That's how I'm able to tell when I'm in love. 
if I'm in a relationship and I don't feel that way for a person yet, then I know like okay, I haven't fallen in love with you yet. When I know I'm 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 willing to lay my life on the line, that's how I know I'm in love. Or even when I I just I love a person. It could be a family member. Yeah, I know that there are things that I will do, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Like if you call me and be like, hide the body. All right, cool, we out. Mm-hmm. You wanna know who it is. Right. That don't even matter, how to get away with murder. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? So um, that's that's love for me. Um, wait, are you saying that's... Love for you and love. Do you feel like there's a slight? There's, there, well, there is a bit of a slight difference when you're in love and just loving someone. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought I was in love at one point. Ooh. I I really did think I was. Um, but I think I just really you can really love someone very deeply, like or at least care for them very deeply. You know you love them, but love is definitely. It puts you in a place where you definitely put that person before you mm-hmm. in certain times. Most times. You mm-hmm. definitely start to think about that person before yourself. Especially when you're in love, I feel like. That mm-hmm. definitely comes into play a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you can even lose yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, you just sprung up a bunch of thoughts. To lose yourself, and when you're able to lose yourself mm-hmm. without the D being included. Mm-hmm. All right, now. But don't talk. Well, yeah. Nah. <laughs> but yeah. That, you you know, it's love when, it's, when it becomes that deep. Or in love. And that's so funny because my whole temporary move to Florida was encouraged by my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Because as I was with him, I noticed that I literally stowed away all my opinions. Like, I became a lovesick puppy at that point in time. Like, I wasn't even, like, everything he said at that point, like, I was just like, okay, okay. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not a dumb blonde, y'all. I'm not a, I'm not a yes girl. But that relationship and how quick and hard I fell like I I did lose myself because I was beginning to do things that wasn't completely satisfying to me mm-hmm. but I was doing it because I wanted to keep him happy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and I didn't want to step on his toes and I wanted to be the perfect girlfriend so I kept my mouth closed but no longer again mm-hmm. no longer I won't do that ever again because it was very uncomfortable in our relationship like I felt like I was walking on eggshells right. I hate to be in a relationship when I'm a, when I'm afraid to communicate how I really feel or my opinion on on something but yeah I definitely lost myself it comes to that point sometimes and when you gain that when you gain yourself back it's like the smoke clears yeah, yo it's just like oh no what was I thinking what the hell <laughs> like what what was you doing Honest, <laughs> right? It's it's so it's funny because when the smoke cleared, like I really saw myself back in January, like really crying, really boohoo, and every two seconds of the day, like really, like oh my god, like in a mindset where I was just like I can't do without him, like I, like I was torn up, mm-hmm. and 
he became my whole world in a moment. So weird. Like, because when the smoke cleared, I was just like, first of all, girl, you're older than him. You're more mature than him. You have a lot more going on in life to focus on. How the hell did you forget all about that for a relationship? All your goals and all your dreams. Everything that you worked hard for. Everything that was important to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the smoke cleared. And it's, it's so funny because at that time when we broke up, I I was like thinking like, okay, I can't wait till we get back together. Like my whole mindset was like, okay, we're going to get back together. And we get back together this, that, and a third. And now... When I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to get back with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, now I'm just like, ugh. Like, level up, advanced up. Like, step up, far past step up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, why would I want to be back with him? Mm-hmm. But in, in that time when I was so into him, I wasn't thinking about that. In that time, I was just like, yeah, I don't want to be with nobody else. Think it's like that. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. Because you really think that that's it. Like, you really think that, yes, this is it right here. Mm-hmm. This is who I want to be with. Yep. Like, and then when, it, when the tables turn, it's just crazy. Mm. It's crazy. And it feels like it's so unbearable. Mm-hmm. I always describe it as a knife twisting in my heart. That's how that breakup felt. <laughs> that's how I describe that. Mm-hmm. A person once told me that a guy they were dealing with told them that he doesn't know why men cheat, but they just do. Um, my coworker told me that she had a conversation with my supervisor, and she was telling him about a situation about, you know, her little Pandora's box opening up where she was in a relationship but still had love ties to another person. And he he told her straight up that she cheated. He told her that she cheated. <clears throat> Even though she hadn't had, or hadn't yet maybe, had physical relations with that person, My supervisor told her she cheated because of the fact that females cheat with their heart. And he told her that females have emotions in it. So she didn't even have to do anything. It was just the connection. He's sort of right. That that reminds me. It reminds me of. It reminds me of a person in my life who who told me that his ex girlfriend was entertaining other guys, and it became a problem because his ex was entertaining her ex while they were together, and it's just like even the little things. Just playing around with with a guy while he says certain things to you, and it's just like, 
I feel like a female doesn't really entertain a person unless they want to dabble in that person. What do you think? Um, I think it all depends on the state because, I mean, some people might, it depends. Like, some people entertain people mm-hmm. and it'll probably be something, it'll probably be multiple people. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you speaking on entertaining someone when they're in a relationship or just entertaining, period? Oh, let's say in a relationship. Okay, yeah. So in a relationship, I feel like if you weren't entertaining that person before and suddenly you are now, clearly there's something that has went off in what your situation is right now that's making you want to entertain someone either new or someone that's even in your past. Something has happened to something has went wrong in your relationship mm-hmm. to the point where you feel like you want to either move think about even moving backwards or just entertaining someone that you know you're not supposed to you know you're doing something wrong so if you weren't doing it before and now you are something's wrong right and <laughs> and i think that's how we're gonna wrap up this last episode of the summer series it's kind of emotional not to the point where I'm gonna cry but because it was fun I said to myself I wanted to be heard I'm mostly known as a person who writes but as much as I love to write I think I love to speak 10 times more and I wanted people to be able to hear how much I can express myself um, through podcasts. So, as this is the last episode, I really, 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 really thank everybody for tuning in. I thank everybody who hit me up telling me their stories and how they relate to my podcast. Um, I thank the people who told me to keep it going and it's it's been really inspiring one day I got up and I said you know what I'm gonna buy a mic today I'm just gonna do it and once I bought my mic I'm like yeah no I spent this money I'm gonna definitely definitely put this thing out so shout out to y'all y'all made brown sugar water as sweet as it is y'all made it as refreshing as it is and we're not we're not over we're not done You'll you'll see more. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so proud of you, T. <laughs> the growth, the growth. Oh my I god! I love that Natisha does journalism, and I love <laughs> that she decided to do this podcast. I love everything that she has going on for herself because I've always told Natisha, girl, let me tell you something. That glow up though. <laughs> no, for real. I used to be always in her ear, like, listen. But however you feeling right now is not going to last, okay? No, I always real. believe in that. It won't last. You don't go up. You got your degree. Listen, do your thing. That's always crazy. remember to do your thing, okay? In the best way, be your best you that you can be. Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> and season two coming soon. <laughs> Facts. So don't forget to follow me. On Instagram at I am Tisha underscore that's I A M T E S H A underscore. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Tisha F. I am Tisha F. 
And Aaliyah? Oh, okay. I didn't know you were doing this. You can follow me on Instagram at... Okay, Mark, I don't even know my ID. Oh, it's two underscores, L-E-E-A-H, and two underscores again. Don't put one, put two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Later.